0: This is Happy
1: Headline.
2: You're listening to Community
1: Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3, KEYK, Ostage Beach, Missouri.
3: I'm Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, November 7th. Six condo units were damaged in a fire that injured one firefighter Thursday. When crews were dispatched to a fire on Sycamore Park Drive, they found smoke coming from a three-story lakefront condo. A fireboat helped pump water to the scene. It took about two hours to get that fire under control. There was no one home in the condo building at the time of the incident. One firefighter had minor injuries and was transported from the scene by ambulance. The six units in the condo building were damaged. The district says the cause of the fire appears to be accidental. The city of Lake Ozark is talking about allowing vacation rentals for residential homes, but at least last week's planning and zoning meeting to discuss it, city residents came out in force to oppose it. The board tabled the ordinance and it's unclear if a decision will be reached by the end of the year. Missouri State Parks are offering free tours and a free night of camping for all veterans and active duty military. They can camp at Missouri State Parks Campground on Friday, November 11th. The veteran must show military ID at check-in to receive a free camping coupon. More information at mostateparks.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com.
1: Helping out the community is as simple as joining the Key Radio team. Right now, Key Radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about community radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. The job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission. You decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do. Sales experience is preferred but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-2800-532. Key Radio KEYK is an equal opportunity employer.
4: Snyder with your Key Radio Late TV Sports Update for this Monday. It was a late Sunday night, wasn't it? That was a strange Chiefs game. Chiefs pull it out in overtime, beating the Titans and improving to 6-2. and two. Looked like Tennessee was going to win that thing. Chiefs jumped out to a quick 9-0 lead then got pretty much shut down and dominated until late in the fourth quarter when Patrick Mahomes ran for a touchdown and then the two-point conversion to tie it at 17. They took that tie into overtime. The Chiefs pull it out 20-17 to and the win keeps Kansas City in first place in front of the Chargers by game in the AFC West. So, nice win for Kansas City there. Didn't look like they were going to get the win. Elsewhere around the NFL, the Jets knock off the Bills. Eagles stay undefeated. There 8 no after beating the Texans. Lions beat the Packers. Green Bay they've lost five in a row now. Vikings beat Washington to improve to 7-1. Jags beat the Raiders. Chiefs will play the Jaguars next week now. High school football Camdenton and Osage still alive. They will play for the district championship this Friday night. Camdenton comes off a win over Rolla. Osage beat up on Clinton in the district semifinal games last week. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows, including the high school football coaches show with Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Osage coach Shannon Jolly. They'll tell us what's going on as their teams get ready to play in the district championship games this Friday night. And by the way, you can see the Camdenton district championship game against Lebanon Friday night, COMC pregame show at 6.30, the Boatlift kickoff at 7 on Lake TV. And you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, also absolutely free on Roku and Amazon Fire, and streaming live all the time on your computer at TV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday.
1: Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV.
4: Lake TV is your hometown local TV station, featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB? Live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks Shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening
0: on Lake TV.
5: I'm Bill Munhausen for Orion Center Expo. If worldview has such a powerful hold over people, how do we overcome it? Hillary Clinton's mentor Saul Alinsky advocated a ruthless process of fragmenting society into classes, using ridicule and peer pressure to change people's minds. Alinsky believed that honorable people would be helpless because they would continue to see the high road, and the load road would overwhelm them. Donald Trump astutely shook things up by not being such a high road conservative and the Alinsky-inspired media has gone nuts over it. It's highly entertaining, maybe even game-changing, but not a strategy Bible believers can embrace. We are called to be salt and light in order to overcome the worldview of the enemy. The hero of a superhero show was told that his real power was his goodness. The Lord's goodness is our superpower, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this present darkness. Key Radio wants to help our community by offering a platform
1: for all groups and organizations to share their message. If you have a pre-recorded public service announcement talking about who you are and what you do, email it to kbsfree 65 at gmail.com. Rotary clubs, veterans groups, animal shelters, fundraising organizations, and more are all welcome to send us their pre-recorded message. Key Radio reserves the right to deny or accept any PSAs received. your thoughts, ideas, and skills, maybe even a talent, on the Lake's community radio station, 89.3 The Key. Well, it is 808, and we are here for another great week of programming on The Daily Show here on Key Radio. Hope you had a good weekend, man. A lot of things to be excited about if you were at uh, Jaws of Death Stadium, the J.O.D., Bob Shore Stadium, on Saturday. You got to see a great game between the Lakers and the Rolla Bulldogs as the Lakers will uh, continue on in district play to the district championship game against Lebanon after beating Rolla 42-6 to on Saturday. A rare Saturday afternoon game. Of course, we had uh, quite a bit of weather roll through on Friday night. And, man, oh, man, did it leave behind a... Uh, A lot of precipitation in its wake. Fortunately for uh, most folks in Missouri, we didn't have to deal with any of the severe weather that they had to deal with down in portions of Texas and Arkansas through Oklahoma as well. And so... I was watching a lot of that on Friday night on the Weather Channel, and man, Texas just got nailed with tornadoes, as did parts of Arkansas. I think there were some reported tornadoes in Oklahoma as well, and I think there was some severe weather along the southern portion of the state of Missouri. But guess what, folks? We didn't have to deal with a whole lot of severe weather, just a lot of rain. And man, oh man, it left us with uh, quite a bit of precipitation. But your local fire protection districts are asking that you still refrain from burning, folks. It's just that simple. Just that simple. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, put that off. I know a lot of folks were out there working on the leaves over the weekend when they had a nice uh, chance to do so, maybe yesterday. But uh, if you are thinking about burning, well, think again. And uh, if you still have any questions or any thoughts about doing it, contact your local fire protection district and they will let you know just exactly what it is you need to do, or in this case, uh, what you don't need to do, and that is burn. So, uh, enjoyed the Laker game on Saturday afternoon. Went home to a, a great meal of chicken and noodles. Delta, thank you very much. And then yesterday we took a, a trip up to St. Louis to see my mother, who is uh, doing relatively well. Mom, of course, is 87 years old. We got to hang out with mom, and I'll be posting some pictures on uh, my Facebook page of uh, mom. Now, you'll notice in the pictures that mom still has some uh, residuals from her fall that she uh, was involved in uh, about a month or so ago. And uh, so you'll see... What looked to be a, a couple of black eyes, or as is the case with football players, they put the uh, uh, they put the black under their eyes to uh, keep the sun from getting in their eyes and things like that, uh, or you know maybe a prize fighter that uh, fought the fight of their life. <laughs> but mom is uh, is doing well, and uh, we had some uh, uh, some time with her yesterday, and it was great to be able to hang out with her. And uh, see my sister and my uh, brother-in-law Steve and my niece Audrey and hang out with my son, Zach and uh, his fiance Sydney and we had a wonderful time up there. Great to see uh, all the folks in St. Louis and we drove around and saw some of the old haunts and some things like that. We stopped at a at a at a restaurant. I, you know, we go up there and you spend a little time having some uh, some supper. And I had not had a Roberto's pizza, and I don't know how long. So uh, Roberto's is over there in Malampi Gardens, for those of you who know Florissant uh, pretty well. And uh, we called and ordered. I ordered the Supreme, Roberto Supreme pizza, which is uh, all kinds of goodness with the sausage. And it also has uh, shrimp, and uh, one of my favorite things to have on a pizza. I don't know if uh, that's one of your favorites or not, but... I love anchovies. I've always loved anchovies, and they had anchovies on this pizza, and I was in heaven. And Roberto's, they're celebrating, I think, their 60th anniversary. They did not disappoint. Not a bit. Enjoyed that pizza, and I still have a few pieces left to uh, enjoy throughout the rest of the week. But they'll probably be gone by the time I get home and uh, throw them in the microwave and warm them back up with, uh, with what I had. But a nice time with mom, and uh, thanks to uh, the family for showing up. <laughs> Thank you for the for the uh, the nice reception, everybody. Mom was happy to see everybody: uh, her son, her grandson, her uh, daughter, her niece, uh, her son-in-law, uh, and uh, of course some of the new additions that'll be coming into the family. But that was uh, definitely a wonderful time and uh, certainly enjoyed that. As far as things go weather-wise, right now we are at about 50 degrees in Osage Beach, looking for a high today of around 62. Camdenton is reporting 49 at the current time. We had a low of 47. We'll see a mix of clouds and sunshine today and a mostly cloudy Monday night. And, of course, we had the uh, big time change that... uh, I don't know about you folks, does the time change really mess you up all that much? Is that something that you really feel like, uh, oh man, the time change, we got our hour back, right? We, uh, fell back, spring forward, fall back. And so some people just don't deal with it very well. I'm not one of those people. Yeah, there's, you know, it's a little different this morning. It's a little lighter this morning when you head out, uh, but obviously, uh, some folks say, just don't mess with it. Do you think we should uh, just leave it alone as far as a time change? We don't need to spring forward or fall back. Let's just leave it uh, after we uh, fall back and leave it where it's at. Enjoy not having to deal with the time change. Clouds in 67 tomorrow, mostly sunny and 80 degrees on Wednesday. And then partly cloudy on Thursday, a high of 74. Friday for district play around the region. School of the Osage also headed in to district play. Now, they braved the elements, and they were out on Friday night and played the game. And uh, I believe they took on Clinton, and they beat Clinton handily. So congratulations to the School of the Osage as well. They'll be playing for a district championship. Uh, Sunny and 45 on Friday. November the 11th, then sunny and 39 on Saturday, mostly sunny and 43 on Sunday, and then we basically get into mid to upper 40s uh, the following week. So there you go as far as the weather is concerned. Current lake level at Bagnell Dam is 657.01, river level at 551.57, and the surface water temp at 62 Degrees. What did you do this weekend? Anything fun and exciting? I know they had the Veterans Day parade on Saturday in Osage Beach, and I got to tell you, folks, I was really uh, uh, hoping to be there to help MC the event, but uh, as is the case, we had the uh, the change on the football game, so I had to go with my partners in crime, Luke Hagedorn and Brendan Matthews, over to Bob Shore Stadium on Saturday afternoon, and it was kind of nice because Saturday morning, as most of you know, if you were around, it was cold. It was still uh, spitting a little bit and very windy, and by about noon, things started to uh, to change. Things started to uh, look a little different, look a little better, and uh, definitely, uh well, thanks, Steve. Looking, looking good. Looking svelte there, big guy. Good morning, Jill. Uh, Good morning, Greg and Brad and Wayne and Chad and Sean and Randolph and Joe. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning, everybody. As I said, if you get the opportunity, please uh, share the video feed with your uh, friends and neighbors. And if you want to put it out somewhere else, you can do that as well. Good morning, Larry and David. Uh, my trip to Florissant was great, man, and uh, I was, I was kind of talking about you a little bit, David, to uh, to my mom, because we were talking about an incident that occurred back in my high school days when I got in a little trouble for doing something on a bus. <laughs> and David, I had to deal with your dad <laughs> after I got in a little trouble on the bus, but uh, but that's okay. David's uh, father, Ron Thomas. Was the band director for a lot of years at uh, Hazelwood Central High School, and uh, one of his uh, more memorable lines, something that I will always remember, that uh, Mister Thomas said to me, "You can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear." <laughs> I don't, David. Did he ever say that to you, buddy? <laughs> you can't make a silk purse out of a sows ear. I'll remember that for the rest of my life. That's one of the things that I'll always associate with your dad and and what a great man your father was. He certainly was. Spring forward and leave it there. Uh, Good morning on election eve. That's right, election eve. And good morning to you as well, Josie. Thank you so much, uh, everyone, for tuning in here this morning. We're going to talk about some of the things that will be on the ballot tomorrow. That wasn't fun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good morning, Bobby Lee. Um, but we've got a lot to, to tell you about here this morning. Of course, uh, some things that we're going to be looking on uh, looking at on uh, on uh, the ballot tomorrow. Uh, we still have a little work to do here locally. I think we've mentioned that the fact that uh, you have folks that uh, were voted in on August the second that still need uh, the final vote so we still have some work to do there. Uh, I know here in Camden County, uh, Ike Skelton got the nod for presiding commissioner, Heather, uh, Heather Miller rather for the uh, associate circuit judge, uh, prosecuting attorney Rochelle uh, Grovner, Kayla Henry for circuit clerk, and uh, Ken Hayden for circuit judge. Uh, and they will uh, they're going to appear uncontested on the November 8th ballot, uh, the ballot tomorrow. Uh, these folks will appear uh, uncontested unless somebody puts in the uh, the writing-in candidate which I would imagine that's still possible however you need to make sure and go out uh, go out and vote for these folks again tomorrow uh, county candidates uncontested in the primary on the November 8th ballot uh, Roland Todd for county clerk Donnie Snelling for county recorder uh, Teresa Murray for County Collector. I think uh, Donnie Stelling, did I say County Collector? I meant County Recorder. Uh, Teresa Murray for County Collector and uh, Jimmy Laughlin for County Auditor. And the reference that I'm using this morning is the watchdog for the month of October. Put together by Jenny, don't call me Brinkman Wall. For uh, State Representative Lisa Thomas in uh, District 123 and Jeff Knight in District 142, both unopposed Republicans. Mike Bernsketter, a state uh, senator after redistricting. And we'll see how that goes. And then there are uh, some other folks that we're going to be voting for. Some folks we'll be talking about. United States Senator. You've got Eric Schmidt and Trudy Bush Valentine. Missouri State Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick and John Hartwig Jr. is running as a Libertarian. U.S. Representative in District Three, Blaine Lutgemeyer. U.S. District uh, Representative, or, yeah, U.S. Representative for District Four, Mark uh, Alfred. Uh, the Libertarian candidate there is uh, Randy Langreer. I hope I pronounced that uh, close. I was close there. Uh Zell M. Fisher on the Missouri Supreme Court, chance to retain uh, this particular individual, and uh, some other folks out there as well that are going to be running for elected office. So uh, maybe you do a little homework today just to make sure that you've got all your bases covered for what's coming up on the ballot tomorrow. And uh, of course, there are a number of ballot issues. We uh, talk about uh, voting for Amendment uh, 1, Amendment 3, Amendment 4, Amendment 5. And uh, shall there be a convention to revise and amend the Constitution of the state of Missouri? So, there you go. Some things to uh, look into. Um, Amendment 1, allowing the General Assembly to override current constitutional restriction of state investments by the state treasurer. I guess, how Missouri invests its money. Uh, Vote on uh, Amendment 4. Uh, And then, of course, uh, Amendment 5 gives the Missouri National Guard more autonomy by removing it from under the Missouri Department of Public Safety. And shall there be a convention to revise and amend the Constitution? Again, don't be confused with the U.S. Constitution and the Missouri State Constitution. Um, Just want to keep our Constitution, I guess, safe in the future. I guess if that's something that, you know, I, I know that's how it's referred to here. Just keeping our Constitution safe for the future. Also, uh, Amendment Three—the big one, uh, I guess—if you want to consider it—the big one, marijuana legalization. This bill that creates uh, a lot of things that I don't think people realize and understand. It's not just about legalizing recreational marijuana. There are a number of things. Uh, this unfair criminalization for some, and and a lot of people feel like uh, with Amendment Four. I'm sorry amendment three rather that we're're we're, we're going to be expunging people's records. well that's not necessarily the case because you don't automatically get your record expunged if you have some sort of a mark against you for uh, marijuana possession things like that doesn't necessarily mean that you will automatically be expunged your record will be expunged. What it means is that you uh can go back and see if they will expunge your record. It's not a given. It's something that has to be uh, revisited for folks and there's no guarantee that it's going to happen for you. It also uh, has this uh, office that it creates and then uh, a lot of outside influence will be involved in this as well. And uh, Amendment 3 that those folks who are saying, you know, vote yes on it, a lot of this is money from out of state. And we also understand that a lot of this is money uh, that if you follow the money, leads back to George Soros. And I think we all know what Soros' plans are for not only uh, the United States, but the state of Missouri as well. He was instrumental as well in uh, trying to shoot down uh, Donald Trump in the state of Missouri but there are a lot of things to consider and and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, amendment 3 and some of the things that um, are important to people because again I think a lot of people don't understand the full magnitude of this particular amendment and how it would change the Missouri constitution so we'll uh, we'll discuss that on the other side of the bottom of the hour break but uh, just a lot to Decipher a lot to keep in mind and uh, certainly a lot to be aware of when you head to your polling place tomorrow. Uh, Do you think we'll see the numbers uh, as far as big numbers? Uh, I know August the 2nd in uh, Camden County, we had a nice turnout. But uh, over 11,000 folks voted in the August 2nd primary here in Camden County. I guess Miller County had some nice numbers as well, but we can always use more, folks. And and, and that's the one thing I think they've really been trying to do on both sides. Now, the left is all about uh, a lot of rhetoric and name-calling. That's basically what they're resorting to now. We're hearing that on uh, a lot of different levels, and I would imagine it's probably going on in the state as well. They're trying to use fear, intimidation, paranoia to get their message across, and What's really interesting is, is some of these races that I've heard about, not just in the state of Missouri, but around the country, where people didn't want to debate with other people. They didn't want to. And, and to me, that would, and I heard it uh, phrased so eloquently, that this, uh, a debate is, is kind of like a job interview, Right. You go in front of someone, you have at least two candidates that are running for an office. You, you hope, anyway. You've got two candidates that are running for a particular office, and they get to ask questions of the candidates. Now, I don't know if uh, every debate, and, and certainly every debate is not the same. It's not set up the same. Some questions are submitted. And they go through the questions, and they pick out questions that they think might be of interest to those people that are, are listening for the answers. And other folks, well, you know, it's just a free-for-all. They allow people to get up and ask questions of the candidates. And I think that is, you know, your your debates, these forums. And, and, and we had, I don't necessarily think... And, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we had any real debates in Camden County. I think they were more forums, and questions were asked, and then uh, the various candidates were allowed to respond to the questions. But we didn't see any situations where we pitted one candidate against another candidate, and uh, kind of let them take the gloves off, so to speak. So I don't know if that really kind of changes your outlook on things. If, if You have two candidates, and they've been invited to have a debate. And one of the candidates says, no, I really don't want to do that. Does that change your overall outlook of that particular candidate? Now, some people would say yes. Some people say that, you know, the questions are uh, maybe softball-type questions, and they're not really important to the tune of how we would like to see Uh, these debates go. I I think in this day and age, we'd like to be able to see a lot of these folks basically take the gloves off and let them go at it. But then do they get a little too childish? Is it something where one candidate is more dominant than the other and maybe doesn't give uh, the other candidate an opportunity to speak as much? So there's a lot of things that go into sitting down and deciding whether or not you want to debate versus let's say a forum where the candidates are then just basically allowed to uh, answer questions on their own. There's no real back and forth between the candidates. And the one thing I think that we have to take away from all of this is no matter who that candidate may be, if it's a candidate you favor or you know if you don't like the candidate but more so somebody that you really have gotten behind and and you support, and this candidate has come out and said, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm not going to do this. Do you make little notes of all those responses and the way that a candidate addresses a particular topic and then, say, a year, two years into office, do you hold that candidate's feet to the fire? And does it make any difference if you do that or not? Because after they win and they're in office, do they then respect the campaign and the way or the method or the things that they've campaigned on? Do they turn around and say, okay, well, uh, I did say, yes, I want to be tough on crime. And you look at their, their record as far as voting. And some of the things that maybe they do, uh, some legislation that they introduce. Is it really tough on crime? How do they view the Second Amendment, which I think is so very important in this day and age? Because more and more people are trying to gobble up and grab and take away the rights that we have as citizens in this country when it comes to the Second Amendment. And I saw a really good debate, and I'm going to have to dig it up and see if I can find it, and, and maybe we can play it in the next day or so, in how... Uh, someone was addressing some people that were talking about the Second Amendment and how we do have a right to defend ourselves, our homes, our families, our property, and that the Second Amendment does still hold a lot of weight. It it, it, it still has, you know, it it still holds water, as they say. 8:31. We're going to step aside. We're going to take our bottom of the hour break. Your input is. Uh, Is highly recommended this morning on any of the topics that we talk about. And again, I mentioned uh, that we don't have phones. But I'm hopefully going to go out and get that taken care of. I ordered a piece that I thought would work and I thought would solve the problem. But uh, it does not uh, seem to be the piece that I needed. And I messed with it uh, quite a bit on Friday when it got here. So I said, you know what? I'm tired of messing with all these little parts and pieces. I'm just going to go out and do what I need to do, and that's to just get a new phone. That's how that works. (laughs) 8.32, Stacey Johnson with a check of local news from lakeexpo.com. One of our great media partners, Chris Schneider, joining us as well. Uncle Chris, who I saw at the game on Saturday with the folks from Lake TV, and they were uh, keeping an eye on everything that was happening. Again, the Lakers victorious, 42-6 over Rolla. And they will take on the Lebanon Yellow Jackets Friday night at the JOD, Bob Shore Stadium. Hall of Fame, head coach Bob Shore, and the Jaws of Death Stadium for the district title. We thank you, as always, for joining us. Stick around, keep listening, and your input is welcome here on The Daily Show.
3: I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo news cut Con- for Monday, November seventh. Six condo units were damaged in a fire that injured one firefighter Thursday. When crews were dispatched to a fire on Sycamore Park Drive, they found smoke coming from a three-story lakefront condo. A fireboat helped pump water to the scene. It took about two hours to get that fire under control. There was no one home in the condo building at the time of the incident. One firefighter had minor injuries and was transported from the scene by ambulance. The six units in the condo building were damaged. The district says the cause of the fire appears to be accidental. The city of Lake Ozark is talking about allowing vacation rentals for residential homes, but at least last week's planning and zoning meeting to discuss it, city residents came out in force to oppose it. The board tabled the ordinance and it's unclear if a decision will be reached by the end of the year. Missouri State Parks are offering free tours and a free night of camping for all veterans and active duty military. They can camp at Missouri State Parks Campground on Friday, November 11th. The veteran must show military ID at check-in to receive a free camping coupon. More information at mostateparks.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Portions
1: of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
4: Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. It was a late Sunday night, wasn't it? That was a strange Chiefs game. Chiefs pull it out in overtime, beating the Titans and improving to 6-2. looked like Tennessee was going to win that thing. Chiefs jumped out to a quick 9-0 lead, then got pretty much shut down and dominated until late in the fourth quarter when Patrick Mahomes ran for a touchdown, and then the two-point conversion to tie it at 17. They took that tie into overtime. The Chiefs. Pull it out, 20-17, and the win keeps Kansas City in first place in front of the Chargers by a game in the AFC West, so nice win for Kansas City there, didn't look like they were going to get the win. Elsewhere around the NFL, the Jets knock off the Bills, Eagles stay undefeated, there 8 no after beating the Texans, Lions beat the Packers, Green Bay, they've lost five in a row now, Vikings beat Washington to improve to 7-1, Jags beat the Raiders, Chiefs will play the Jaguars next week now. High school football, Camdenton and Osage still alive. They will play for the district championship this Friday night. Camdenton comes off a win over Rolla. Osage beat up on Clinton in the district semifinal games last week. Hey, lake TV brings you five local Lake area shows including the high school football coaches show with Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Osage coach Shannon Jolly. They'll tell us what's going on as their teams get ready to play in the district championship games this Friday night. And by the way, you can see the Camdenton district championship game against Lebanon Friday night. COMC pregame show at 630. The poly boat lift kickoff at 7 on Lake TV. And you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, also absolutely free on Roku and Amazon Fire, and streaming live all the time on your computer at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday.
1: Join 89.3 The Key for the True History Professor program featuring
6: Professor Jim Paisley. The national media now is kind of taking advantage of people. They hit you with a, you know, a big headline, and then they don't give you any information behind it. There's no context to it. Problem. And so what I'm going to try and do, uh, you know, on a weekly basis with the show is to try and share with you what what were the events, what are the things behind the scenes here, what what led to this. Professor Paisley
1: takes a look back at history and how it relates to present-day
6: events. But we take it on face value without having any knowledge of why it well it's because the news told us join professor jim paisley thursdays and saturdays at 6 a.m 2 p.m
1: and 10 p.m for the true history professor program on 89.3 the key
0: this is happy headlines i'm the host david beach bringing you good news and heartwarming stories to help you through your day I, I wish I could come up with something else to say. Here's today's story. Finding humor in any situation can help you through it. The death of a family member, husband, wife, son, daughter, brother, sister, anyone can be very rough. Horrible. And here's a story of another company that's helping to find a way to help deal with those feelings. From the AP News, when the pallbearers brought Phil McLean's coffin into the chapel, there was a gasp before a wave of laughter rippled through the hundreds of mourners. The coffin was a giant cream donut. It overshadowed the sadness and the hard times in the last few weeks, said his widow Deborah. The final memory in everyone's mind was of that donut and Phil's sense of humor. The donut was the latest creation by Phil's cousin Ross Hall, who runs a business in Auckland, New Zealand, called Dying Art which custom builds colorful coffins. The coffins add such a personal touch and a light and important memory to an otherwise very sad time. Dying art has created coffins resembling a sailboat, a fire truck, chocolate bar, Lego blocks, glittering coffins covered in fake jewels, and even a casket inspired by the movie The Matrix. Also, coffins depicting people's favorite beaches and holiday spots. Ross said the tone of funerals has changed markedly over the recent years. People now think it's a celebration of life rather than mourning a death, and they've been willing to throw out stuffy conventions in favor of getting something unique. But a donut? Deborah McLean said she and her husband used to tour the country in their motor home and loved comparing cream donuts in every small town. After Phil was diagnosed with cancer, he had time to think about his funeral and along with his wife and cousin, came up with the idea for a donut coffin. Deborah said they even had 150 donuts delivered to the funeral from Phil's favorite bakery in Whittyunga, more than 100 miles away. Helping people through a rough time. In a special way. That is a happy headline. This is Happy Headlines. Thank you for listening. Stay happy, stay healthy, and find a way to make someone's day.
1: Positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station 89.3, The Key. Back here at 840, thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with us this morning. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Feel free to share the video feed if you'd like to. The SRG Financial Advisors, Key Radio, in-studio, live cam, among other great ways to uh, check us out. They include 89.3, keyradio.live, and, of course, the free apps for iPhones and Android phones. Whew, lots of ways to check us out, and we are continuing to put the... uh, Put the feed out there so that folks can check it out wherever they're at, whatever they're doing, and you can check it out as well, and chime in with the comments section on the live feed, and make us a regular part of your day, Monday through Friday from 8 until 10 is when I do the Daily Show, and I'm happy to do it and have a little fun with folks for one reason or another. If you're looking for a reason to celebrate today, today is uh, National Hug-A-Bear Day, National Bittersweet Chocolate with Almonds Day. National Cancer Awareness Day. I think that is something that maybe a lot of us uh, don't keep in mind. Maybe you do. Job Action Day, a day to recognize and empower those who dream of having a job they love. What is your dream job? Hmm, your dream job. Now, my dream job, oh, I have a lot of different things I'd love to do. But I did get a chance yesterday when I headed up to St. Louis to listen to one of my all-time favorite radio stations, a radio station that I grew up on, a radio station that I was actually able to uh, intern at this radio station, KC-95. For those of you who remember the days of uh, KC-95, the early days when they were still over in Crestwood, I did my uh, my internship at uh, Casey back in nineteen eighty five, eighty six, and so, uh, and then I got called back after they moved from where they uh, were in Crestwood to Union Station, and helped them with the transition there. I was there during the J.C. Corcoran era. Uh, uh, well, kind of sort of. The day I started as an intern when they were still in Crestwood, Missouri, uh, he got fired. And he, <laughs> I remember walking in, and he was collecting all of his things and heading towards the door. They had fired him because apparently they were having issues with the phone system. And, well, he told them to call the company that owned Casey at the time, which was MS Broadcasting, and he said, yeah, you know what, I'm tired of the phone system, I'm tired of having issues, I'm tired of having problems, call these people and tell them that you don't like what's going on, and he did that, and people did call, and the folks at the parent company, they didn't really appreciate that a whole lot, so... After his air shift was over, I remember going in for my first day as an intern at KC95 thinking, man, this is a dream. It was kind of a dream job at the time because you got to go all over the place and do all kinds of cool stuff. And, you know, you got to go to concerts and you got to meet some of the folks you grew up listening to as far as musicians and bands and things like that. And you got backstage and they send me back there with a backstage pass to... I get items signed to give away on the air and a lot of other cool stuff. But I remember that day walking in, and the one thing I remember more than anything else was J.C. Corcoran getting fired. And I guess he's is he still doing St. Louis radio. I haven't really kept up with the guy. But then you've got John Hewlett, who's been a fixture at Casey for a lot of years. Of course, the voice, the PA announcer of the St. Louis Cardinals. And then you had, uh, it was uh, J.C., John Hewlett, and uh, John Hewlett, rather. And um, I say Hewlett, kind of a Freudian slip because, of course, Hewlett, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC here at the Lake of the Ozarks. But John Hewlett and then uh, DJ Don Johnson. And they were kind of like a premier turning-the-corner type of morning show where, you know, they were doing all the gags and doing all the funny stuff, and they kind of took that whole, Sean Cobra says, yes, KC95, yes. (laughs) But they took that whole kind of the morning show uh, kind of a feel and elevated it in St. Louis. Remember, uh, they had the big Mets or Pond Scum shirts. I've got one somewhere you know my mom is getting ready to move and so mom decided that uh, she was gonna go through some of my stuff and I was actually supposed to go up and get a desk yesterday but it didn't work out but I'm gonna go back up there and get it just so I can spend some some uh, me time with mom but anyway uh, the Metzer Pond Scum that was a big deal that they started, and then there was a guy that worked over on KMOX that JC used to hound all the time, and he would call this guy and just give him fits. However, they've gone through a a different transition, and they've transitioned so much so as radio has transitioned, and I don't know what they do in the morning on KC Monday through Friday anymore. I don't know if U-Man still does the morning show or not. Uh, I know... Uh, Casey had featured Bob and Tom for a while but as far as a dream job back to the original question what is your dream job my dream job would be working on Casey 95 I don't care when stick me on overnights working midnight to six or whatever that to me would be my dream job to be able to get back in st. Louis and do st. Louis radio and have some fun with it I mean it, it was a blast it was a blast being an intern there, but it was even more exciting to see a lot of the jocks. Joe Mama Mason, oh my gosh, and, and so many of them. Drew Johnson, uh, of course, Rich Dalton, uh, Radio Rich, and then when he did Monday Night Metal, uh, he was Radical Rich. And he had Al Hofer and just a whole mess of, uh, of really great, talented uh folks, and then they had the uh, the lady that worked, um, what is her name, uh, her name was Ruth, and uh, <laughs> David says, uh, KB, still have my Mets or Pond Scum t-shirt, <laughs> I've got one too, man, I just don't know where it's at, I just don't know where it's at, I know it's still around the house somewhere, I, I don't know if I took it with me when I moved out, I don't think I did, but um, so many so many different folks you grew up listening to on the radio, and then there they are right in front of you, and you're getting to do stuff with them and hang out with them and, and just uh, have some fun. But my dream job, working back in St. Louis at KC95. So that is a part of what we're celebrating today on the seventh day of November, Job Action Day, a day to recognize and empower those who dream of having a job they love. Um, I don't know another dream job for me would be working and 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 I know this sounds a little weird, but it's something I would certainly enjoy doing and that is working at an animal shelter i don't know why just working at an animal shelter and hanging out with all the animals, letting them know that there's still hope out there for them, you know that they uh that they will eventually find a home and a good family. And someone to take care of them. And sometimes it doesn't always work out that way. And I say that as my adopted pal, uh, Lightning the Wonder Dog, is hanging out with me in the studio here this morning. I adopted him from uh, Ozark's Cat and Canine in Sunrise Beach. And he is just, he is so cool. And he is just, um, I don't know if I've ever told, and maybe I've told the story of how, Lightning and I came to be. So I was doing a feature uh, on Lake TV called uh, KB's Furry Friends. And um, I had seen, you know, and we had been doing this for months and months and months. And I'd always seen dogs and I'd always seen cats that I would love to have in my home. Because, you know, it's just, you look at these poor animals and they're like, come on, man. (laughs) Take me home. And so I would uh, say, okay, that's the dog for me. All right. Then two weeks later, we go back and film another segment. That's the dog for me. And poor Mary Meow Me Tilly was like, gosh, you say that every time you come in. So we're filming a segment, and we get done, and we're getting ready to leave. And there's Lightning. And there's Lightning's owner. And Lightning's owner at that time had to surrender him because he was a contractor in Iraq and he was home for like 30 days and then he was on the road for 30 days and things weren't going well between him and his wife and uh, she didn't want to keep the dog and so they said their goodbyes and he walked off and there's this poor dog and he's just sitting there looking at the uh, looking at the guy as he Walked away, wondering, hey, where are you going? What's going on, man? I'm supposed to be with you. And uh, I saw that poor dog, and I just sat there down. I sat down on the floor with him and just sat there with him for a while and let him know that everything was going to be okay. And Lightning is a dog I ended up uh, adopting, and he has been a joy. He has brought me so much joy. And he's my walking buddy, and we hang out together. And everywhere he goes, everybody knows him as Lightning the Wonder Dog. (laughs) Somebody said, did you get him to improve your image? I said, there's not much I can do to improve my image, but everybody loves him. And he's always, he's not always here, but sometimes he's here in the morning and he always uh, greets everybody that comes into the studio with uh, a sniff and he's wagging his tail and he's glad to see everybody come in and he checks them out. And everybody always asks me when he's not here, where's Lightning the Wonder Dog? Where is he at? And this is something I didn't know about either. National Canine Lymphoma Awareness Day. Lymphoma is one of the most common forms of canine cancer. And I, I, I wonder, you know, we, we, we think about all the ailments that uh, are possible when it comes to our animals. Do we really think about lymphoma as being one of them? Well, uh obviously it's uh, very common in dogs. I did not know that. So maybe a day to stop down and do a little research. Also, um, as I mentioned today is national cancer awareness day. Two thirds of cancer cases are diagnosed at advanced stage, reducing patients chances of survival. Let me ask you a question. And, And I was talking about this last night. Um, talking about this we were talking about you know cancer and how it claims the lives of um, people that we love Um, if you found out and i don't know if this is a good question to ask or not but i'm going to ask it and so you can say what you want to say if you knew you had cancer And let's say it was stage four, or you were, it was pretty involved. And there was a good possibility that you wouldn't survive if you did get chemo or some of the other treatments that are available out there. Would you do it anyway? Would you do it um, based on the fact that uh, you think you might be able to fight back, that your cancer could possibly go into remission? Or would you say that, you know, no I just I don't want to have to deal with it. I've seen people go through chemo in the past, and it's not anything I'd want to deal with. Would you uh, try to fight it or would you try to just make the best of the situation and and cope and and know that maybe uh, things weren't going to end uh, end well for you and I know that's kind of an interesting question and I wonder how many people uh, just how many people every day do you think have to sit down and deal with that particular question, depending on where they're at? And I wonder, though, it's the human spirit that I think more than anything else takes over at that point. Psychologically, you're just devastated, right? You know, and your family and and everybody who finds out and knows, and some people will say, "Well, don't tell anybody. other people will say, you know, um, you know it's time to start." you know, making a few phone calls and getting my affairs in order. But I think I've, and, and one particular person in mind who has been a fighter for some time and she's still here with us today and I'm so very happy that she's still here with us today because she is a wonderful human being and she has fought through a lot and uh, not only has it taken its toll on her uh, but it's taken its toll on her family as well because as a family member you almost feel helpless I guess you're more or less you, you turn into a caregiver depending on the severity of the situation but I guess again it's how you choose to deal with it it's how you choose to say yes I'm gonna fight this or no I'm not but I wonder how many people out there say, "Okay, fine, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to fight this thing." And uh some people are in definitely for the fight of their lives. I think it's it's amazing how everything else just doesn't matter. All of a sudden, all the all the things that you thought mattered like, you know, paying bills or, you know, other things, maybe your job or you've been having problems at work or, you know, you're having trouble making ends meet. Maybe how all of that just goes out the window. But what's more inspiring sometimes is the amount of people that rally around you. And, and to see and feel that support, it's, it's, it has to be amazing. Where you didn't think that you had anybody who really cared, all of a sudden, here come all these people that want to do anything and everything they possibly can. And does that then turn around and kind of change your... Your outlook, well, if all of these people care about me, maybe I should uh, roll up my sleeves and see what I can do. But you don't want to be a burden on people. You don't want to be a, a burden on people physically. You don't want to be a burden on people financially. So there are so many things that you have to consider. And to all of the people that we've lost along the way that have fought the good fight, You know, what was their motivation? Was it uh, because they knew they had things to look forward to in life? And for all those people who have fought the good fight and have won to this particular point, was it worth it? When you see people that um, you haven't seen for a while or you get to have another day to enjoy being alive in this wonderful world that we live in. And it is wonderful. I think sometimes we kind of discount things a little bit because we always hear about the bad stuff that goes on and we don't ever really take the time to delve into all the good things that are going on out there. And maybe you're happy and maybe you're healthy and maybe you have a good life and you have a great family and you have a great job, but sometimes you don't stop to think about that and put it in perspective. And and that can be, it's like you're missing such a great opportunity, and I think I'm guilty of that as much as anyone, and maybe more so sometimes, because I have a tendency to kind of look at things financially and say, well, I'm not doing well financially, so everything else in my life is in the toilet. And that's certainly not the case, because there are things you can do to help yourself financially, but then there's just various things, there are various things that you can do to help yourself uh, get through it. Psychologically, I mean, the brain is just an amazing tool. And some people use it for good, some people use it for evil. But to step back and put it all into perspective for those of you that don't have to deal with this sort of thing. Take a minute to stop and Hug a family member. Tell them that you love them. Because they're the greatest support system that you'll have. And don't give up on yourselves. Don't ever do that. When when things are seemingly, in your mind anyway, in the toilet, as I said, look for it. Because it's out there. And sometimes it will take time to find it but don't ever give up. Nine o'clock here on the Midwest Coast. I know it kind of took a weird turn there, but I've I've always kind of wondered about that. My father died uh, when I was 12 years old. He had colorectal cancer. And I wonder in his mind if he was fighting it or if he was just, uh, because I never knew. And we never really talked about it as kids. And we were never talking about it with my mom because my dad didn't want to talk about it. He wanted to make sure that we weren't affected, but yet we were, and we were so affected by it after the fact because I was discussing the last time I talked to my father, it was on a Wednesday. He passed away on a Sunday, and the night before, the, The days before he passed away, on Wednesday, he was in the hospital, and there was a really bad, bad storm, and I was concerned about his safety. And so I begged and pleaded with my aunts and my grandma to please call the hospital. Please let me talk to him. Please let me talk to him. And so we called, and we got through, and my mom answered the phone. And she said, uh, "Yeah, he's okay. Everything's fine. They moved all the patients out of their rooms into the hallway, so they wouldn't have to worry about you know if anything happened and glass broke and there would be no flying glass or anything like that." And and that made me feel better. But I wanted to talk to my dad, and I begged and pleaded with my mom, "Please, please, 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 let me talk to him." Well, he didn't want to talk to me. And finally, she gave him the phone, and she said, "You need to talk to him," meaning my dad talking to me, and he did. And he was panting because he was in the final days of his life. But just hearing his voice and the reassurance that he was okay, I didn't know the severity of the situation at the time. But I got to talk to him one more time, and I will always remember that conversation for the rest of my life and the things that he said to me. and one of the last things that he said to me was that he loved me and so that was so important to hear 902 let us step aside please and uh, get a little insight from our friends our media partners the great folks with lakeexpo.com stacy johnson leading the charge with information this morning and our, our wonderful friends at Lake TV, Chris Schneider with the Check of Sports. And we will get back to more with you this morning. I hope that you will take the time to check out all of the avenues where you can hear us, 89.3 KeyRadio.Live. Also, our free apps for the Android phone, for the iPhone, and, the yes, indeed, the SRG Financial Advisors. Key Radio in-studio live, cam, where you can comment on the spot about what's on your mind or react to something that I am saying or however you'd like to do it. But I do appreciate your patronage this morning, and thank you for tuning in to The Daily Show. You're listening to Community Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri.
3: i Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut Con- for Monday, November 7th. Six condo units were damaged in a fire that injured one firefighter Thursday. When crews were dispatched to a fire on Sycamore Park Drive, they found smoke coming from a three-story lakefront condo. A fireboat helped pump water to the scene. It took about two hours to get that fire under control. There was no one home in the condo building at the time of the incident. One firefighter had minor injuries and was transported from the scene by ambulance. The six units in the condo building were damaged. The district says the cause of the fire appears to be accidental. The City of Lake Ozark is talking about allowing vacation rentals for residential homes, but at least last week's planning and zoning meeting to discuss it, city residents came out in force to oppose it. The board tabled the ordinance and it's unclear if a decision will be reached by the end of the year. Missouri State Parks are offering free tours and a free night of camping for all veterans and active-duty military. They can camp at Missouri State Parks Campground on Friday, November 11th. The veteran must show military ID at check-in to receive a free camping coupon. More information at mostateparks.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com.
1: Helping out the community is as simple as joining the Key Radio team. Right now, Key Radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about Community Radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. The job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission. You decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do. Sales experience is preferred but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-2800-532. Key Radio, KEYK, is an equal opportunity employer.
4: I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. It was a late Sunday night, wasn't it? That was a strange Chiefs game. Chiefs pull it out in overtime, beating the Titans and improving to 6-2. looked like Tennessee was going to win that thing. Chiefs jumped out to a quick 9-0 lead, then got pretty much shut down and dominated until late in the fourth quarter when Patrick Mahomes ran for a touchdown and then the two-point conversion to tie it at 17. They took that tie into overtime, the Chiefs. Pull it out 20-17 to and the win keeps Kansas City in first place in front of the Chargers by a game in the AFC West. So Nice win for Kansas City there. Didn't look like they were going to get the win. Elsewhere around the NFL, the Jets knock off the Bills. Eagles stay undefeated. They're 8 no after beating the Texans. Lions beat the Packers. Green Bay, they've lost five in a row now. Vikings beat Washington to improve to 7-1. Jags beat the Raiders. Chiefs will play the Jaguars next week now. High school football, Camdenton and Osage still alive. They will play for the district championship this Friday. Tonight, Camdenton comes off a win over Rolla. Osage beat up on Clinton in the district semifinal games last week. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake area shows, including the high school football coaches show with Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Osage coach Shannon Jolly. They'll tell us what's going on as their teams get ready to play in the district championship games this Friday night. And by the way, you can see the Camdenton district championship game against Lebanon Friday night, COMC pregame show at 630, the polylift Boat Lift kickoff at 7 on Lake TV. And you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, also absolutely free on Roku and Amazon Fire, and streaming live all the time on your computer at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Portions of our
1: programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV.
4: Lake TV is your hometown local TV station, featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB? Live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course, the annual Lake of the Ozarks shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the
5: lake, it's happening on Lake TV. I'm Bill Munhausen for Orion Center Expo. If worldview has such a powerful hold over people, how do we overcome it? Hillary Clinton's mentor Saul Alinsky advocated a ruthless process of fragmenting society into classes, using ridicule and peer pressure to change people's minds. Alinsky believed that honorable people would be helpless because they would continue to seek the high road, and the low road would overwhelm them. Donald Trump astutely shook things up by not being such a high road conservative, and the Alinsky-inspired media has gone nothing. It's highly entertaining, maybe even game-changing, but not a strategy Bible believers can embrace. We are called to be salt and light in order to overcome the worldview of the enemy. The hero of a superhero show was told that his real power was his goodness. The Lord's goodness is our superpower, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this present darkness. Key
1: Radio wants to help our community by offering a platform for all groups and organizations to share their message. If you have a pre-recorded public service announcement talking about who you are and what you do, email it to kbsfree 65 at gmail.com. Rotary clubs, veterans groups, animal shelters, fundraising organizations, and more are all welcome to send us their pre-recorded message. Key Radio reserves the right to deny or accept any PSAs received. Your thoughts, ideas, and skills—maybe even a talent—on the lake's community radio station, eighty-nine point three, the Key. Right back here at nine twelve, man. I got to tell you, it's uh, it's a banner day here at uh, the facilities of SRG Financial Advisors in Osage Beach. We're broadcasting live from their world headquarters because you never know who's going to wander into the studio. The one, the only Chad Hickam, who I've known for a whole lot of years, and uh, we've spent some time. Uh, in the business together. And I know Chad is doing his own thing. And for those of you viewing on the camera right now, I'm sitting closer and he's sitting back a little (laughs) bit because if we were sitting side by side, you'd see how enormous this man really is. And uh, I've been following you on, uh, on Facebook and I see a lot of your posts and the things that you're
7: doing. And, uh, you're just a beast in the gym, brother. Well, you know, it, it's taken a lot of years. I've, I've always said this, it, 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 Rome wasn't built in a day, right. but it was built, <laughs> you know, and uh, it, it's taken me, I, 1992, mm-hmm. and even before that, I remember, I, I think when I first got my start was 1989 in yeah. a small armory in Delaware, Ohio, is what I always tell people. Right, right. So it, it, it's it's progressed, and uh, I've learned tons, you know, through the years yeah. from people that, you know, it, it's almost like you you have to be a constant sponge, yeah. in the, you know, and... And doing weightlifting and stuff. Well,
1: you've like been a gym rat for so many years, and you know you've gotten into the uh, the football end of things, and then you got out of that, and uh, you've worked around uh, the lake area for
7: a, a number of years. How's your son? My son is amazing. Um, Your son Riley. Yeah, Riley's Riley's doing amazing. He's uh, twenty years old now. Wow. Yeah, graduated from graduated from Osage. Um, wow. He's current. He's he's a pharmacy tech, and he's paying his own way through college right now at uh, oh. at uh, you know State Fair, and then he's going to transfer over. But he's just he's doing amazing stuff, and I couldn't be more proud of a kid. Uh-huh. I mean, the the stuff that you know, and he's had to, he's had to go through some adversity through life, you know, early on, yeah. and. Uh, for him to do what he's doing, I'm, I'm so proud. And he even got in his, the reward that we uh, just got in the mail the other day. He was accepted into Honor Society for college. Outstanding. So I couldn't be more proud of, of, a, of a kid in my life.
1: So I was a great kid. And I remember a few times, you know, I'd see him with you and everything. And um, he just, you know, it's it's amazing how they turn out. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. It is. It's just amazing. And you got to be really proud as his dad and everything to, to see him go through life and and uh... you know take on challenge after challenge like most kids do and how do they handle it what is uh... what is it that they learn and and you know how do they come out on the other end of things?
7: Yeah, yeah. and he's he's done amazing. You know, mm-hmm. and just he, I, I'm just so is, happy for the future for him.
1: Is he lifting weights <laughs> like the old man?
7: Well, no. Um, I'm kind of glad because yeah. you know our, our food bill would be way astronomical. It still is anyway. <laughs> but uh, no, he he's he does lifting. He does uh, a lot of you know uh, just basic stuff though yeah. it's nothing like what what i do and uh he he's happy with it and as long as he's happy with it i'm in full support of it That's he does it to stay go. in shape yes yeah basically you know uh, he's six foot three he's still he's still a twig six
1: foot three <laughs> yeah.
7: oh remember when he was when he I know.
1: knee high to a grasshopper, right? <laughs> and he's six foot three. That's amazing, dude. That's that's incredible. So well, good for him, and, and good for you. And uh, and then you're doing. Uh, you've kind of gotten away from uh, the actual lift. And I say you'll never get away from lifting. You'll always be in the gym doing something. Yeah. But now you're more or less getting into the uh, the realm of personal training.
7: Right. Um, well, we started Hickam Strength Systems about a year ago, and uh, I finally just had enough. I, I've always had a dream of becoming a strength and conditioning coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I sit there, I talked with several people around the Lake area, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going for it. Yeah. You know, I'm just, it's time, you know? So I uh, I went ahead, I did the the personal training step. I went through the National Academy of Sports Medicine to get certified in, in uh, personal training. Yeah. And then I went through the National Strength and Conditioning Association and became a, a certified strength and conditioning uh, Basically, a specialist. Right. So, and that's what strength coaches all over the country have. Well,
1: there's that, and of course, then you're uh, you're doing you're still dabbling in radio a little bit.
7: Yes, I absolutely love it, and you got me started. Actually, you guys got me started into that. I, don't, I don't, over w- years. Don't blame me. for oh, that. Oh, come on, brother. <laughs> don't blame me for that. <laughs> now, uh, we do what we call Hickams Gym Radio, right? And uh, it's a, it's an internet radio base, yeah. and we do vinyl Friday nights, which is everything I have acquired over the years in vinyl. And, uh, then we have a soft rock station just for, you know, just the, the mellowing mood. And we find that that helps out a lot. Music really helps out, you know, over. Sure the does, man. So, and, uh, we do playlists for people all over. We've had gyms, you know, it's, it's a three hour playlist custom yeah. for, uh, gyms all over the world. And we've also done for people, you know, that, that want to just listen to music while they work out or just in a car. You it's
1: know so I'm important because I'll tell you what, I, I don't. I've got, you know, and this is probably something that a lot of people that are in radio would say, how can you do that? But I've got Sirius XM on my phone, and so then you Bluetooth it to your headphones, and I listen to, like, Turbo, and I listen to Octane, and I listen to some of the, you know... It depends on what your mood's in. Heavy-duty stuff when when you're lifting, and it's amazing how that, you know, you got that just blaring right into your headphones and right into your brain and Mm -hmm. how it can... uh, it can help you get through a workout.
7: And it it does. Um I do a lot of heavy metal stuff too. I'm 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 the old school heavy metal. Yeah. I can't listen to the screamo. I tried it. It just doesn't do anything for me, but you get me some old Judas Priest and some, you know, Iron Maiden, I'm ready just to <laughs> I'm I'm ready to throw down. Yeah. So, you know, it 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 does. It, it's just it's the mood you're in and and it just helps you through it. It really does.
1: Man. It certainly does, man. And <clears throat> I just gym, um, you know, it's it's kind of nice because we go back and forth on Facebook, mm-hmm. but we haven't really sat down and talked to each other. And, Not a long time. And I don't know how long. Uh-huh. So you've been doing your thing and I've been doing my thing. And, uh, you know, we were talking here off the air a little bit about uh, some, some common stuff that we've gone through and how we mm-hmm. both kind of come out on the other end. And you went through it uh, a lot sooner than I did, and it, you know, for the most part, it looks like you're doing well. I can't can't quite get inside your brain there, but uh, maybe it, that's something that we do when I don't think anybody legit. really wants no, to do that. No, you
7: know, no, no, <laughs> no, no I no. Uh, I tell you what, you know, adversity is, uh, it, it does happen to all of us, and especially right now in in these times, yeah. we're, we're facing a lot of hard times. Yeah. Everybody is not just me and you; it's just it's all over. Um, The key thing is finding that outlet, you know, finding the people that will support you, get the good support system that you need to succeed. And then, you know, don't shun them away. Always listen to them because it's they've always got good, you know, good, something good. Now, if they're really good, they're going to tell you the bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to let you know, you know you're an idiot. You know what I'm saying? So, and you have to, you have to take the good with the bad. And then that's yeah. how you learn and that's how you grow. And uh, also just find avenues. You know, if you're getting stressed out or something like that, seek the help that you need. If you're, if you, uh, you know, if you are a weightlifter like me, the, the stress relief has always been in the weight room. So. That's just the way it goes.
1: It is a good place to go. It is a good place to hang out, and it is a good stuff to, you know, it's good because you go in there, you work out, and you just leave everything on the weight room floor. Absolutely. You know, and you clear out your brain, and, and it, it's amazing how uh, how it is so beneficial. And, and you know, if the weight room's not your thing, then find something that is. Absolutely. Find something where you can put all that energy that you would normally utilize to, um Uh, to do something maybe negative, something to hurt yourself, find an outlet where you can make that uh, into something that, and that's, you know, I don't care what it is, building birdhouses. Yeah. If that's your
7: thing. Anything. Go for it. Anything. Straw houses, card houses, you name it. I mean, yeah. crocheting. <laughs> I mean, I even try to crochet, if you can believe that. You know, I I, I can't do it. But <laughs> <laughs> I tried it, you know. Crocheting. <laughs> for some strange reason, I don't see you as sitting there, you know. Six foot seven, 320 pound man trying to use kn- knitting needles. No, not Chad it, it doesn't work well.
1: It's all right. Just don't, when you're done, put the knitting needles down. Don't stick them into anybody that's that's close by that's taunting you. Right. But... It's good to see you, and uh, it's good to know that you're doing uh, some interesting things and, of course, moving forward. You know, I see a lot of the stuff that you put on Facebook, and uh, I'm thinking, man, I'd love to be back in that. Because you and I used to work out together. Absolutely. And uh, there were times you had me benching 400 pounds every once in a while, and that was kind of scary if you can think about it. Because I had to spot him, and I'm going, hmm. I don't know if I can pull this off, but (laughs) I didn't have a whole lot to worry about. And then he's like, here, you get down there
7: and do it. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think so. I was never going to let anything happen to you, man. And
1: and, and I know that, you know, in my mind, I know that. But when you're laying on the bench and you're looking at the bar and you see all the uh, plates on either side and you're going, you want me to lift that and then go down and then push it back up. And, you know, I could do it a couple of times. You and, did it. Yeah, you well, did it.
7: And that was the big thing. That's yeah. the thing. I
1: got,
7: I got a funny story you say that, okay? All I was right. in. I was doing a, a meet a year ago in Nebraska, and um, we were sitting up there, and it was at a steakhouse, mm-hmm. all right? Of all places in Nebraska, we're going to have a, a powerlifting meet in a steakhouse. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting up there, and, and I get up to do, I had 650 as an opener on a bench press, and I got my gear, all that stuff. And, of course, being 6'7", you're already an abnormally tall person mm-hmm. for powerlifting. Right. So I get up there. They get me out, and the, it snapped both my thumbs. And the bar literally – I have it on video. The bar literally came down, and it luckily if the safety rails were up, but it did bounce off my chest about a good inch and broke both my thumbs. I still have no ligaments in this one.
5: Oh, wow. And
7: then this one, it broke into a V Uh and I thought it was just dislocated because you and I both played sports, you know, you play football, play hockey. So I'm like, okay, it's dislocated. So I snapped it back in place, didn't think it was broke. So I went over because the guy I was supposed to spot right after was benching a thousand pounds. Get out of here. Brian Forbes. And he sat there and, uh, so I went to the little girl who was the server, uh-huh. And I go. I need duct tape, and I need it now. Uh-huh. If, if you can't fix it, duck it. Right. Uh, right. So I made a makeshift ligament around my thumb so it hold together, so I could hold that thousand, so it didn't crush him if something went down. Sure. So, and that's how we did. And then on my on my way home, I got to Kansas City. My my thumb was the size of a sausage. I was like, <laughs> I better get to Lake Regional. <laughs> so, that's yeah. i I've, I've had some fun times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, definitely some fun times, and you've been doing some pretty amazing things uh, and hanging out with some pretty amazing people in the world of, of, of powerlifting. And I mean, some of the names and some of the faces that I've seen on uh, some of your posts and things like that are, uh, again, uh, you know, the, the folks that you, you take a look at these individuals and you think, how in the world can they do this? Mm-hmm. And again, it, you know, it, it starts with a mindset. It starts with how willing are you? to To go in and train every day, and put forth the kind of effort that is necessary, not only through the training, but the mental preparedness, the diet that you have to be on. What do you? What is? What is uh, something? What, what do you? What do you eat? Like how many chicken breasts and? Uh, oh
7: Lord! Um, well, I always say do you this. Do you do eggs and all that? Oh yeah, yeah. I, everything. Um, I always say this. Uh, if you're going to do something like this, first of all, right. It's it's an eight hour job on top of the eight hour job you got. Mm -hmm. It really is. That's the mindset you got to have. And um, one of the big things is when you get to the diet part, dieting is actually going to be 90% of everything you do when Mm -hmm. it comes to the fitness world. Uh, You know, every 10% is just, you know, practical use, but I would actually get up to about, I'd say about four to 5,000 calories a day. And uh, depending on what part of the, the program you're in, you're doing a, you know, that's what part of the, the protein to carbohydrate, uh, ratio that you have, you know what I'm saying? So like when I got closer and closer where I had to make my weight class, Mm -hmm. I'd have to do a higher protein to carbs. But then you go once you weigh in, you make your weight. Then you go over to the IHOP and you hit the carb <laughs> the carb center, and you yeah. blow back up. So that's just the way it goes. Up and down and up
1: and down. Oh yeah, the weight and all the other things as well. Absolutely. And it's just amazing. And uh, the one guy that I always think about is the gentleman who I had a chance to interview. His uh, he lives out in Eldon, Missouri, and he's going to be competing, I believe, in uh, in December in Las Vegas. Would that be Mr.
7: Universe or Mr. World? Uh, let see, in November? No, in December. Oh, in December. That would probably be the Olympia. Yeah. That's about the time of year that they do the Olympia. And this guy okay. was a veteran,
1: or he's a veteran. He was in the military. Mm-hmm. And he had some just really crazy things happen to him. Uh, he has issues with his hearing because he was in a situation where uh, his eardrums were blown out. And, uh, when he got out of the military, you know, he had PTSD and some other things and it just really went for a nosedive and he put on all this weight and that at some point he decided, and I've got his shirt at home, I'll have to bring it in and show folks, but, um, he decided that, you know, he was going to get into competitive bodybuilding Man. and he's done it and he looks great and he's got his own gym at his house. And he works out religiously, and he looks—you know—he he just looks great, and it's the whole mindset of okay, fine, uh, you know, I had a lot of crappy cards dealt to me, mm. but rather than turning around and taking this hand and looking at it and saying that's it and folding, and you know, I'm gonna keep these cards, you know, I'll I'll get rid of a couple of them, I'll pull in a few more, and, oh, look at this, I've got you know four, you know, I've got uh, four kings ace high or something like that or whatever. He's a phenomenal individual and he's got such a great support system around him with his family and uh, he's got a, a lady that does PR for him but he's just a, an amazing man and I'm fortunate enough to have had the opportunity to talk to him and interview him and uh, I, I really wanted to do like a follow-up with him and and find out you know when he goes out and he competes in Vegas just exactly um, how he does. Mm-hmm. And uh I just think when you see somebody that takes whatever they're dealt, like this man, and they turn around and they you know, they, they do something incredible with it.
7: And you know what's the best part about that is uh he's finding that avenue. Yeah. And there's always an old saying, My dad, you know, my dad was a, a veteran in Vietnam and he he's struggling right now with, you know, being the Agent Orange part of it, sure, the neuropathy. Sure. And he says, you either get busy living or you get busy dying. Right, right. And it's so true. We can sit there and we can sulk. Yeah, we need to get help sometimes for our issues, but we can't continue to sulk. We have to find something. We have to find a purpose. And if you get up, it's you know, if you get up every morning, the way I look at it is you look in the mirror. There's your purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a full day.
1: And it doesn't again. It doesn't make any difference what it is that you're doing. If you want to be a bodybuilder, great. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to be a crocheter, great. Yes. If you want to build birdhouses, great. Be right. the best one you can possibly be. Absolutely. And there's a lot of great ways to do that. Man. Every
7: Every morning is what is considered a you know a a new day to you know develop something into a perf- you know a perfection. You have right. you have that 24 hours to just you know work and do the best you can. Yeah. And that's and that's what it takes and as, as far as you know the the veteran that you're talking about I, I know who you're talking about he's a real he's an inspiration a great man yeah. uh, has done a lot of things uh, we also worked with children you know especially the ones after the pandemic and mm-hmm. and being locked you know locked down uh i I've been you know I've been working with a lot of children trying to get them back intertwined and getting them more active because after this whole thing has happened uh we're finding that you know it's they're just they're they're run down they're obese this is the worst I've ever seen it you know they're just not wanting to do anything Sure. so we got to get them active
1: get them active get them involved and uh, you know it just seems like the uh, well some people call it the pandemic has just taken the wind out of the sails of a lot of people and I think that's Absolutely. that is something that uh, our friends up in Washington D C were hoping for because now it 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 gets people in the mindset of uh, yet again. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm having, a, I'm having some problems. How can the government help me? Well, they don't need to help you. You need to help yourself and get back up on your feet. And once you do, then go out and find other people and, and help them get back on their feet and, and on
7: down the line. So. Absolutely. And one of the big things also that I've, I've taken on a role in, and I'm very proud of doing this is it, you know, you always have to give back, you know, you always, it's like you just said, you have to give back to something. You sure do. So. Powerlifting has been such a huge part of my life, as right. you know. I became more of a spokesperson now, and a, a kind of an ambassador, you know, for for powerlifting. And uh, even when you know the the troubles that we've had the the last couple of years with you know transgender and stuff like that, and having going before Congress because mm. we, we weren't get they saying we weren't giving them their due. Um, I. Really, you know, I, I, I really took a, a stand saying, hey, OK, let's let's look at this. Let's let's look at, you know, I believe in equal rights like the next person, but let's give them their own category. Mm-hmm. You know, let's give them their own. You can't take away from females and the hard work that they put in. Sure. And to me, uh, the one of the best persons I advocated that for this was Caitlyn Jenner, because she was mm-hmm. on. Uh, TV not too long ago, yeah. she even said that if I were to do, have done this back in the '70s when I was in the Olympics, I would have had to uh, disqualify myself because my body is still producing testosterone. And for that's 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 a that's a huge. She was on Gutfeld on yes. Fox. Yes, I saw that
1: last week, and I just we just happened to walk in and turn it on, and I saw Caitlyn Jenner sitting there, and I thought, oh my goodness, this has got to be an interesting discussion. You know, and and so Caitlyn Jenner is Bruce Jenner, yeah. And I still have the Wheaties box at home after he won the decathlon, and he's you know running around with the American flag and everything, and and uh, yeah, um, there is certainly a lot on the table uh, when it comes to transgender sports, and so uh, the guy that was the uh, college swimmer that went on to just beat the snot out of all these women that he competed against. Well, why do you think he did that? Yeah. <clears throat> Bigger, stronger, and uh, and and has a lot more uh than than the women do and not to put the women down because these women train uh at a fever pitch just like the men do.
7: If but, not more. Yeah. If well, not more. Yeah, and and you know. so you
1: have to kind of keep that in mind. Yeah. Nine thirty one is our time. We need to step aside. Chad Hickam uh just hanging out with me. And I like this. I like when people roll into the studio and we sit down and we just start having a conversation about whatever. And it's good to see you, my friend. Thanks by. good stopping to see by. you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We're going to take a, a quick uh, break, information break, get you updated. And let's see here. Uh, we've got Stacey Johnson with a check of local news from LakeExpo.com. And, of course, Chris Schneider with Lake TV and a check of sports. It's all what uh, we do here on the Keyboard.
3: I'm Stacy Johnson and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, November 7th. Six condo units were damaged in a fire that injured one firefighter Thursday. When crews were dispatched to a fire on Sycamore Park Drive, they found smoke coming from a three-story lakefront condo. A fireboat helped pump water to the scene. It took about two hours to get that fire under control. There was no one home in the condo building at the time of the incident. One firefighter had minor injuries and was transported from the scene by ambulance. The six units in the condo building were damaged. The district says the cause of the fire appears to be accidental. The City of Lake Ozark is talking about allowing vacation rentals for residential homes, but at least last week's planning and zoning meeting to discuss it, city residents came out in force to oppose it. The board tabled the ordinance, and it's unclear if a decision will be reached by the end of the year. Missouri State Parks are offering free tours and a free night of camping for all veterans and active-duty military. They can camp at Missouri State Parks Campground on Friday, November 11th. The veteran must show military ID at check-in to receive a free camping coupon. More information at mostateparks.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com.
1: Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
4: I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. It was a late Sunday night, wasn't it? That was a strange Chiefs game Chiefs pull it out in overtime, beating the Titans and improving to 6-2. Looked like Tennessee was going to win that thing. Chiefs jumped out to a quick 9-0 lead then got pretty much shut down and dominated until late in the fourth quarter when Patrick Mahomes ran for a touchdown and then the two-point conversion to tie it at 17. They took that tie into overtime. The Chiefs pull it out 20-17 and the win keeps Kansas City in first place in front of the Chargers by game in the AFC West so nice win for Kansas City there didn't look like they were going to get the win elsewhere around the NFL the Jets knock off the Bills Eagles stay undefeated there 8 no after beating the Texans Lions beat the Packers Green Bay they've lost five in a row now Vikings beat Washington to improve to seven and one Jags beat the Raiders Chiefs will play the Jaguars next week now high school football Camdenton and Osage still alive they will play for the district championship this Friday night. Camdenton comes off a win over Rolla. Osage beat up on Clinton in the district semifinal games last week. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows, including the high school football coaches show with Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Osage coach Shannon Jolly. They'll tell us what's going on as their teams get ready to play in the district championship games this Friday night. And by the way, you can see the Camdenton district championship game against Lebanon Friday night, COMC pregame show at 6.30, the poly boat lift kickoff at 7 on Lake TV. And you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, also absolutely free on Roku and Amazon Fire, and streaming live all the time on your computer at TV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday.
1: Join 89.3 The Key for the True History Professor program featuring
6: Professor Jim Paisley, the national media now is kind of taking advantage of people. They hit you with a, you know, a big headline, and then they don't give you any information behind it. There's no context to it. Problem. And so what I'm going to try and do, uh, you know, on a weekly basis with the show is to try and share with you what what were the events, what are the things behind the scenes here, what what led to this. Professor Paisley takes a look back at history and how it relates to present-day events. But we take it on face value without having any knowledge of why. it? Well, it's because the news told us. Join Professor Jim Paisley Thursdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m.,
1: 2 p.m., and 10 p.m. for the True History Professor Program on 89.3 The Key.
0: This is Happy Headlines. I'm the host, David Beach, bringing you good news and heartwarming stories to help you through your day. That's... I I wish I could come up with something else to say. Here's today's story. Finding humor in any situation can help you through it. The death of a family member, husband, wife, son, daughter, brother, sister, anyone can be very rough. Horrible. And here's a story of another company that's helping to find a way to help deal with those feelings. From the AP News, when the pallbearers brought Phil McLean's coffin into the chapel, there was a gasp before a wave of laughter rippled through the hundreds of mourners. The coffin was a giant cream donut. It overshadowed the sadness and the hard times in the last few weeks, said his widow Deborah. The final memory in everyone's mind was of that donut and Phil's sense of humor. The donut was the latest creation by Phil's cousin Ross Hall, who runs a business in Auckland, New Zealand, called Dying Art which custom-builds colorful coffins. The coffins add such a personal touch and a light and important memory to an otherwise very sad time. Dying art has created coffins resembling a sailboat, a fire truck, chocolate bar, Lego blocks, glittering coffins covered in fake jewels, and even a casket inspired by the movie The Matrix. Also, coffins depicting people's favorite beaches and holiday spots. Ross said the tone of funerals has changed markedly over the recent years. People now think it's a celebration celebration of life rather than mourning a death, and they've been willing to throw out stuffy conventions in favor of getting something unique. But a donut? Deborah McLean said she and her husband used to tour the country in their motor home and loved comparing cream donuts in every small town. After Phil was diagnosed with cancer, he had time to think about his funeral and along with his wife and cousin, came up with the idea for a donut coffin. Deborah said they even had 150 donuts delivered to the funeral from Phil's favorite bakery in Whittianga, more than 100 miles away. Helping people through a rough time. In a special way. That is a happy headline. This is Happy Headlines. Thank you for listening. Stay happy, stay healthy, and find a way to make someone's day.
1: Positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station 89.3, The Key. We'll see. You, we'll see you after that. Billicas uh, stopping by to say hello, and of course we are in the uh, S R G Financial Advisors World Headquarters. This is where we broadcast from. Uh, we uh, we love Bill and Janice and Christopher and Aubrey and Dan and Tyler up there in Columbia. Good folks. You know they've got the Mile Marker formula that they utilize. And uh, it is something that is uh, really kind of neat. And if you want to find out more about it, uh, give them a call and set up a free consult. They'll sit you down. And and, and maybe there's something else on your plate, maybe something else that you would like to do in terms of setting up the financial future for not only yourself, but your loved ones, your family, and making sure that uh, when that day comes, that your family is all squared away, everything's going on. they do a variety of different things, accounting, taxes, you name it. And a good bunch of people to know. They certainly are. And uh, they've been uh, good friends to me for a lot of years. And I am in their debt for uh, not only uh, uh, being good friends and, and helping me out along the way, but obviously for having the ability to sit here in the morning and uh, and do this show every Monday through Friday from 8 until 10 in their building. So my, uh, my words of advice for you to give these folks a call, sit down and let them see what they can do to make your life hopefully a little bit easier. And I will say this, it's never too late to start saving for your future. And the story I always like to use as an example is when my son was working two jobs and he was he was making some pretty good money for, you know, an 18-19 year old kid and I said, huh. I'll be damned if you're gonna blow that money on some girl and he looked at me so we we had had the conversation numerous times about investing and so finally I said well I'm talking to this boy till I'm blue in the face and he's just not picking up what I'm putting down and I brought him in to see Bill and within five minutes Bill had him <laughs> all set to start investing and he's been investing since he was 19 years old and now he's 27 and he's starting to see the fruits of his labor. So there you go. 9.42. How about it, folks? We are happy to have you with us if you are checking us out on another one of the avenues uh, this morning. It is um, the, let's see here. Yes, the uh, SRG Financial Advisors. Key Radio in studio cam if you're uh, looking at us there. Definitely a good opportunity to uh to interact. We've got you on 89.3. We've got you on keyradio.live. We also have you uh, on uh, the free phone apps for your iPhone and your Android. And it is always uh, great to hear from you, as I said, doing what we're doing right here in the studio. So by all means, folks, take a little time to uh, listen in and uh, give us your thoughts. With the time we have left, again, I wanted to kind of review. Of course, tomorrow is uh, the big voting day. Voting, voting, always voting. Yes, you are. And uh, how about those uh, amendments that uh, you will be voting on in addition to uh, to the elected officials or some elected officials. Some officials are still, I say officials, some uh, folks are still waiting to be uh elected and so you're going to get the uh, you're going to get the 0 to 60 mode of uh, campaigning uh, probably within the next uh, 24 to 36 hours or maybe not quite 36 hours but it is a, a good opportunity for you to sit down and realize that uh, you need to do a little research and uh, you know you're you're going to hear a lot of people take the opportunity to try to sway you with what they say. And some of the things that I talk about here might very well sway you, but I encourage each and every one of you to please do your research. Um, talking a little bit again about Amendment 3. And uh, I'm getting my uh, getting some of my content here this morning from the Watchdog. Again, and Jenny, don't call me Brinkman Wall who puts this together, and she's done a fine job as she uh, did when she first started this, uh, I guess it was last year, but then she took some time off, revamped it, and uh, it is out again, and it is out at a number of uh, different establishments, and I'm going to reach out to her and make sure that I have all of that information, and uh, the information included with uh, Amendment 3 would change the Missouri Constitution to include law enforcement stop and site mandate for smoking in public. Also, a three-ounce possession limit with fines and misdemeanor penalties for possessing, producing, sharing, or delivering three to six ounces. Felony charges for possessing, producing, sharing, or delivering more than six ounces. Mandates that anyone serving a sentence for more than three pounds must finish the sentence before being eligible for expungement. And that's one of the things I think that confuses a lot of people. They think if Amendment 3 passes that they will automatically have the opportunity to be or have their records expunged, and that's not the case. It's not going to be a free pass. It's not to get out of jail, uh, you know, Pasco get out of jail for free, collect $200. It's, that's not how it works, folks. It's not how it works at all. You must be in a government database if you want to home grow. And waive your Fourth Amendment protections against warrantless search. That means, essentially, if you're growing marijuana, they have you in the database, they want to come by, knock on the door, and take a look at your grow facility, they can do it. And you cannot invoke your Fourth Amendment rights. Not at all. Creates a monopoly for medical marijuana because to enter the recreational market, uh, which leads to high prices for consumers. And there again, another opportunity for folks to uh, make some money on this deal. And they will. And I guess, you know, the hope was to make people think that by legalizing recreational marijuana, that uh, guess what? It's going to take the wind out of the sail of the guy who deals it out of the back of his car uh, or the guy who deals it on the street corner or wherever people buy their marijuana illegally. And I think it's actually going to turn around. If, if, If something like this were to pass in the state of Missouri, I think you would see more of uh, these dealers pop up, knowing that they can undercut the prices of some of these uh, grow facilities and dispensaries that are out there because they can get it cheaper, and they can sell it cheaper because they don't have to worry about any taxes or, you know, the prices being jacked up, and they can literally come in and undercut these places, and so then you have people buying marijuana illegally but then smoking it and saying, well, you know, it's not a big deal. It's legal in the state of Missouri. But if they catch you buying it from somebody who you're not supposed to buy it from, well, then that changes everything. It proposes a micro-business license category that ordinary Missourian entrepreneurs are blocked from and that can be controlled by the current marijuana monopoly operators and those funded by corrupt out-of-state operators. And that's a large portion of where the money uh, for Amendment 3 is coming from. to vote if, if, if it's a yes vote, if they're promoting the yes approach to Amendment 3, more than likely a lot of this money is from out of state. Uh, the bill adds several uh, iterations of public consumption crimes in the state constitution. Page 21, paragraph 3 lists all the ways sites I'm, I'm sorry cities and counties can continue to criminalize marijuana within their respective jurisdiction including public consumption also worth noting that the bill also loops edibles into the same category as smoking under consumption so if you have the gummies and various other things guess what all marijuana sold in Missouri pursuant to this measure shall be cultivated in Missouri all public records produced or maintained under this measure are subject to provisions of the Missouri Sunshine Law, which means anybody who wants to find out whether or not you're smoking marijuana can do so. Uh, within 60 days of the effective date of the measure, the department will appoint a chief equity officer to assist in the development and impleta- implementation rather, of the programs to inform the public of the opportunities provided that the measure will establish. And so, the interesting thing about this is there is an education aspect to it. And what direction will they go with education? How about that? And uh, it says, if you do support the end of marijuana prohibition, check out HB 2704, the Cannabis Freedom Act proposed in the Missouri House by Republican Ron Hicks. This would be the right way to legalize in Missouri, although like any bill's Uh, Any bill, it's tough to read. Legislation in the General Assembly has input from constituency across the state and can be more easily adjusted in the future. If legalization and all the baggage attached becomes part of the Constitution via ballot Amendment 3, it is almost impossible to make changes later. So if this thing does pass, Amendment 3 passes, and it becomes uh, part of the Missouri Constitution. And we, uh, we talked about, what is this? Uh, vote, uh, voting on, shall there be a convention to revise and amend the Constitution? And again, this is for the Missouri State Constitution. Not to be confused with the national effort focused on a U.S. Convention of States. Uh, we want to be able to protect our Constitution from outside influences, folks. And the outside influences that come with the vote on Amendment 3, a yes vote, is based on money that has come in from out of state. So there you go. A lot of that uh, needs to be considered and kept in mind. So there you go, folks. There you go. Some, uh, some things for you to consider, for you to uh, think about. And, uh, of course, again, folks, do your own research. Don't let anyone influence your vote. The only influence of your vote should come from you doing your research. And if you don't know, ask questions because there are tons of people out there now that would love to uh, have you vote for or against their particular uh, ballot issue. Well, not against it, obviously, but maybe more for it. And so then you have to kind of keep that in mind as to what direction is this really going to end up going. And uh, there you go. We'll see. We'll definitely see. On Wednesday, all of the uh, fallout from the election. As I said, people will be campaigning at a fever pitch. Don't be surprised if uh, maybe, just maybe, somebody stops in the area. Now, I know that there's going to be a group having a uh, a watch party uh, tomorrow night at the Encore, because I heard my buddy J.R. talking about that. I believe he is hosting the watch party over at the Encore. So you can go and get together and watch the election results. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to be over there tomorrow night as well. And I would love to see as many of you as possible. And maybe we can even talk about uh, some future interviews done right here on Key Radio. So love to see you. Love to hang out with you. Love to talk a little bit more about what it is that is going on. So I don't know if you knew this or not, but the Junior ROTC from... Uh, Camdenton. they were out competing, and they took home the top honors from this particular competition, and on Saturday, they received a, uh, an escort back into town, I believe uh, a police escort uh, along with some other folks. I didn't actually get to see it, but it was very impressive, and hats off to the junior ROTC and, uh, of course, uh, Brendan McKiernan. We had the opportunity to interview right here on this program. And the reason I bring it up is because these kids work so hard. And in addition to all of the other things that they do, uh, they take some time to remember our veterans. And they were instrumental in putting together this program that they will have on Friday, this Friday, November the 11th, at the Camdenton High School. A Veterans Day program that the program itself gets underway at 930 And it will be in the Camdenton High School gym. The event will include breakfast in the Camdenton High School auxiliary gym, followed by a program to honor all who served in the U.S. Armed Forces. The breakfast begins at 8.30, and the program will start at 9.30, which will begin with the veterans being escorted into the main gym by their service flag. Uh, They ask that any student in the district with a family member who is a veteran to please invite them to attend this event. Please send a photo of the veteran along with the branch of service and service dates to the following email address, bmckiernan, b-m-c-k-i-e-r-n-a-n, at camdentonschools.org. Again, bmckiernan at camdentonschools.org. We hope that all veterans will join us for this special event. They'll have a slide presentation recognizing all the veterans at the breakfast. So I don't know what the deadline is on this, but I would imagine it's getting very close. If you know of someone, they would like to attend this particular event, please make sure that uh, the information that I've just put out there gets to uh, Brendan McKiernan, uh, McKiernan at uh, camdentonschools.org, ASAP. As I said, I don't know what the cutoff is for that. But again, I'm sure it is very, very soon because they need to get it all prepared and ready to go for the event on Friday. And what would be very nice as well, and um, I'm sure they're letting in uh, some of the general public, is if folks would attend this ceremony in force to thank our veterans. And I wanted to say thank you to the group that puts together the Veterans Parade every year in Osage Beach, and I had plans on being there to help MC the event. Unfortunately, uh, we had a a curveball thrown our way, and that was Mother Nature, who um, decided that Friday night was going to be a wet, rainy mess, and so rather than playing football on Friday night as they normally would in the district semis, the Rolla Bulldogs and the Camdenton Lakers played on Saturday, and I was unable to attend the event, the Veterans Day Parade in Osage Beach, which I was going to help uh, emcee this event, and I greatly apologized to the organizers of this event because I had every intention of being there, uh, but I had a prior commitment with the uh, the football game, and I think most people probably understood that, but I felt really bad because I wanted to be at the Veterans Day Parade. And so I hope there were a lot of folks that came out and supported the event because it certainly means a lot to those veterans that were in attendance. And uh, I hope that uh, they had a a good turnout because sometimes things just work out the way they do. Unfortunately, we weren't able to be there uh, because I was planning on being there on Saturday. Uh, I had to uh, help call the uh, football game between the Lakers and the Bulldogs on Saturday afternoon. So we didn't get a chance to make it out there. But uh, it sounded to me like they they had a good event. 957 is our time. And uh, we're going to hopefully get some more folks in to talk to you about uh, getting your mind right, getting your body right, and doing so in such a way that um, it will benefit you on down the road. The Improve Your Life and Business event at um, Encompassed Purpose on Thursday, November the 17th. Efficiency, coaching, mindset, conflict resolution, naturopathic, uh, holistic, functional, and a lot of different folks. We talked to Joe Justice last week, and Joe is a phenomenal guy, and he'll be joining us remotely. And I reached out to Brian Bennett, and Brian is based out of the Jeff City area. And so I'm going to have Brian on tomorrow morning at 840. And we hope to have uh, Sam Hensley on from uh, emergency management in Camden County and talk to her a little bit about what's been going on. They are trying desperately to get more folks on their alert system, which alerts you to when severe weather is approaching and moving into the area. And that does certainly help. The thing about it is, folks, is when you receive these alerts, you have to take them seriously. You can't just uh, say, oh, well, there's an alert on my phone that severe thunderstorms are moving into the area. Please, please. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Uh, Tom says I agree with Herb that this herb should be regulated the same as tomatoes. Why not? I think so. Um, but I thank every you know I, I I thank everybody for taking the time to uh, to volunteer to uh, talk about what's going on here. Again, uh, you can register in advance by calling 573-286-5625. 573-286-5625. It is a minimal nominal fee of $49 at uh, the Encompass Purpose Facility at 52 Pavilion Circle in Max Creek as you're headed out, uh, or you headed west on 54. Uh, it is uh, almost to Highway 73. It's on the right-hand side of the road. And you can come out there and enjoy, of course, the speakers, which include uh, Brian DeCook, uh, Joe Justice, Brian Bennett, uh, Bradley Berg, and yours truly. will be getting a few words in edgewise. It includes the books Encompass Purpose 2 ebook, e-book, uh, Scrum Master, Peace Fire Online Training, complimentary yoga class, complimentary coaching session, beverages and finger food, all for the low, low price of just $49.
2: So come out and uh, be a part of the event, folks. We'd love to see you.